You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. On this segment, we took calls from listeners. We talked about land migration, property migration. How often do you have to do that? And when does a property need to be migrated? And how much does that cost? Advice for land migration. Is a reverse mortgage right for you? Owner-occupied rentals and pre-approvals. And why you need to seek advice from an unbiased mortgage professional. Listen, uh, you can give us a call if you'd like to talk to Clinton about uh, mortgage-related questions. Lots of concerns out there about interest rates, about variables, about renewals, whatever it might be. Mike, hello, Mike. How you doing, Todd? Well, you? I'm not too bad. Hi, Clinton. How you doing? Good, good, good. Uh, The question is, uh, I'm not sure if this one relates to uh, mortgages, but land migration, I have a question on that. Sure, you can hit me and I'll see if I can answer it or not. If not, I'll take the question away and get back to you. I had it done years ago. I don't remember exactly when it was. Um, the question, I guess, is do you every time do you, or just the one time you have to do it or do you have to do it every time you move or how does it work or what can you send me on information on stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. So that's actually a pretty uh, straightforward one. Migration started in Nova Scotia sometime around the year 2000. And once the property is migrated, it's on the new land title system. So once it's migrated once, you're good to go. Uh, that property never needs to be migrated again. So hopefully that answers your question. Yes, it does. I I probably I probably asked that question when I had it done, and I don't remember the answer. But yeah, good. That's what I it's, was it's, asking. It, yeah. it, it's a question that I've had before because I think sometimes people think every time you do a transaction, you need to migrate it. But once it's on the new system, you're good to go. Never needs to be migrated again. And you actually have to do a migration if you're going to register a new mortgage or if you're going to uh, sell the property. So oftentimes that happens, especially for people that have owned their home for you know more than, I guess, 25 years. It might still be on the old system, especially if they haven't registered a new mortgage or if they haven't sold the property. So there's very few properties in Nova Scotia that still need to be migrated. When I first started doing this 17 years ago, we were doing migrations all the time. Um, and uh, we're actually going to be bringing on a guest here at the end of the month from First Canadian Title. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about migrations uh, on, the, on the 30th. So we'll, we'll have her on and she can answer some more, uh, more technical questions as well. Yeah, but did you say I once you sell, you have to do it again? Is that what you said? No. If it's on the old system and you're going to sell the property, it needs to be migrated before you sell it. On the old system, okay. When how old are you talking about there? So, like prior to the year two thousand, they they would have been on the old system. But if it's been migrated, uh, you're good to go. You can mortgage it or you can sell it, yeah. and nothing needs to happen. And that's really something yeah. that the lawyer would look into before you do a transaction. I can see myself because I have access to the land title system. I can see if it's been migrated or not, and uh, I can tell you there's very few properties that we're doing transactions on here that need a migration. I see maybe only a handful a year right now. But 17 yeah, years okay. ago, we saw a lot. <laughs> Just yeah, because it was very yeah. early days on the on on uh, on the on the new system, so. Yeah, so any chance do you happen to know how much it costs these days? Well, it depends. I think if you do it through a lawyer, sometimes that can be more costly. If you're going to do it alongside doing a mortgage transaction, 
uh, sometimes we can do that as like a bundle deal with the registration of the new mortgage. So it just depends on on the type of transaction that you're you're doing. Uh, I would venture to say with a lawyer, you'd be somewhere around like one to two thousand dollars, just depending on what the complexity is. But certainly, I think if you're going to go do the migration as a one-off, you'd want to go uh, speak to a lawyer that really specializes in land titles and uh, get a price from them. Right on. Okay, thanks, man. Okay. Thanks. thanks. Thanks for calling. Take care. Uh, if you've got a, a mortgage-related question just like uh, that one, uh, give us a call, 902-405-6000. I can assure you there's nobody in uh, in the business that uh, knows uh, the business like Clinton Wilkins. Uh, so if you've got a renewal coming up or you're not quite sure what to do, if you want to give a five-year fixed or, or a variable or all of these questions that a lot of people have, now's a good opportunity to get some advice from Clinton. Ray, hello. I just had a question about um, I'm retired, I own my own home, or I'm on pension. I'm just, I, I'd like to ask a question about reverse mortgages, whether wh- how they work, how it works, and whether it's a smart investment, like not investment, but... A smart product, I guess. Yeah, like a, a, as part of a retirement. I mean, I have, our, I have money in our RSPs, and mm-hmm. so I'm fairly comfortable, but like I want to put heat pumps in here and it's like 20 grand. I don't have $20,000 lying around. Now I could go to the bank and borrow 20,000. So there's, there's two, yeah, there's two schools of thought. I think reverse mortgages are right for a lot of retired people. And the way that a reverse mortgage works, it's your age, uh, is really the biggest factor, um, of how much you can borrow. Obviously the older you are, the more you can borrow. And the way the reverse mortgages work typically is there's no payment. The payment basically capitalizes every month, and there is you know a clause within the mortgage that you can stay in the home for as long as you're living. If you were to leave the home and go to like a senior's home, or if you were to pass away, at that point, then that mortgage would need to be paid out either by the estate or that home would need to be sold. Okay. The reverse mortgages, I really think, are right, are right for people, uh, retirees and seniors that have very low incomes because okay. those people can't afford to take a mortgage and they can't really afford to take a home equity line of credit. But I do see people that are retired that you know maybe could handle an interest-only payment. And sometimes in those cases, we will do a home equity line of credit. Um, we can always finance that home equity line up to 65% of that home value contingent on that retiree's income. And, you know, different people have, you know, different situations. So I think it's going to be a one-off for your situation specifically, and maybe a reverse mortgage is right for you, um, but maybe, maybe more of a home equity line of credit would be right. So I okay. certainly would recommend you seeking the advice of an unbiased mortgage professional yeah, have, about your situation yeah. specifically. Okay. I do have an advisor like at, at the bank and CIBC, Wood Gundy, they you know, they do my investments and such. But so, so there's no actual interest on the loan. There is interest, but that's capitalized every month. So basically, whatever you borrow every month that goes by, it would be then capitalized on that mortgage. And reverse mortgages work. Yeah, reverse mortgages work kind of two different ways. One, you can either take a lump sum, kind of when that funds. But there's another way that the reverse mortgages work, and it can almost be supplementing your income. So yeah, maybe you can take the lump sum, but then you can also get a lump every month. And every month that goes by, the amount that you owe basically goes up. The downside on the reverse mortgages, typically those interest rates are higher than the rates that we yeah, can get right. from a bank. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm thinking if you were a whatever, say, $200,000 on a loan, mm-hmm. and you, you own the home for 
another 20 years, geez, by the time you pay that back, it might be another hundred. $100,000. It, like it, it could be more depending on what happens with the interest rates. Yeah, but okay. I think the beauty of this product is a lot of seniors can't handle a mortgage payment on a $200,000 mortgage, nor could they even qualify. Mm. So okay. like what we said with our previous guest, the home in many cases is the biggest asset, especially for you know a retired person. Depending on you know what your net worth is outside of your home, Leveraging the home up can be a great way of either keeping people in the home or supplementing the income. So, you know, I think it's a conversation that we're having more and more every day with seniors. And you're certainly not alone. We're having these conversations all the time. Okay, Rafe, how's that sound? Good? Thank you. Sounds good. Okay, great. Take care. 902-405-6000. Terry, hello. Hey, how are you doing? Well, you? Uh, Very well, thanks. Great. Well, Clinton, uh, and you two are doing a grand job at uh, your weekly shows and so on. It's a, it's a service needed. Thank you. So, Clinton, I'm doing some um, mentoring with a young real estate person. Okay. And uh, he's just looking at a couple of ways to kind of get himself um, solidified or, you know, able to mo- move forward. Mm-hmm. One of the things he's thinking about right now is maybe getting, uh, looking for a fourplex. Okay. Live in one unit. Mm-hmm. And uh, then rent the others, and that I mean that could, it could they could all possibly be rented when he buys it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a great idea, especially for first-time home buyers and young people trying to get into the real estate market. I love it. Great. Yeah, I any, think that's a great any, option. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Any little red, red flags or that you? I mean, he should come talk to you. Number one. Yeah, well, I think getting pre-approved is is key, and the way that it works when you're buying an owner-occupied rental. If you buy a single family or um, like a two unit, we can qualify for someone with as little as 5% down. When you buy a three unit or a four unit, and that four unit would be the max, uh, it would be a minimum of 10% down. And of the rent in those other three units, we can use 50% of that to add to the gross income. So it can really help with qualifying sometimes. And as you know, with the purchase prices, you know, people need every little bit they can they can get sometimes income-wise just to get that mortgage approved and we're seeing a lot of younger people choosing to buy maybe a single family with an in-law suite or a three or four unit this is becoming more and more common especially kind of as the prices have increased and as the interest rates have gone up too cool and so uh, i mean this may sound like a silly question but why should he come see you like how how can you help put things together well, I think like if you're talking about someone who's just entering into the real estate market, maybe this person is self-employed. I don't really know what their situation is. But I think the great thing uh, dealing with an unbiased mortgage professional like us, and you know, there's so many out there, is we are really the pros at just doing a mortgage. You know, we're not trying to sell people, you know, a credit card and bank accounts and all this other stuff. And mortgage lending is very, very complex and everybody's situation is different. Like it's really made up of income and assets and credit. And sometimes people just need some advice. You know, they need a plan. And I think that's where we really, really do excel. So many self-employed people, for example, have had a bad experience with their lender for whatever reason. And I think with us, where we have access to so many different lenders, uh, we can always find, you know, a solution for people or at least make a plan so then they can, you know, meet those goals. So, Yeah, and you have a great rep. So, Thank reputation you. it is. Thank great. You. Thanks a million. Okay, thanks, thanks Terry. Take care. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at 
teamclinton.ca.